From Connects Media, this is Atlanta Born and Brand. I'm your host, Jonathan Hilliard. From its inception, this show has been all about introducing you to the founders and creators that make this city special. We have walked you through their journeys from brand new startups to growing businesses to mainstays in the community. This season, we are expanding our focus. We will always be advocates for the little guys. But this year, we want to bring you stories from the whole spectrum of Atlanta culture. From one-person startups to thousand-member teams, there are organizations all around the city contributing to its success. And you're going to hear about all of them right here on Atlanta Born and Brand. The global pandemic has left no organization unaffected. But we believe the signs are emerging for a bounce back of epic proportions in Atlanta. The College Football Hall of Fame was established in 1951 and officially made the move to Atlanta in 2014. Whether it's taking the kids out for the day, entertaining friends in town, or even date night, there's over 50 interactive and educational exhibits for everyone. The hall also hosts the College Football Awards, dozens of media days, and more. Listen in as we chat today with College Football Hall of Fame CEO Kimberly Bowden to talk more about the unique experience they're creating for fans and how we can help as they bounce back from the pandemic shutdown. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having us. No, thank you for coming out. We really appreciate it. And we... uh, as, as college football fans on our crew, walking in, I know you guys create quite the first impression. I, when, we call it our aha, snapback, you know, yeah. Disney moment for sure. Yeah, tell me about, you know, just what's it like for you, I know after a few years being here now, to watch people walk in for the first time? It, 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 doesn't, get, it doesn't get old. Yeah. It really doesn't, especially, you know, when you see children come in and their eyes just light up. They just cannot even believe that they're looking at this three-story wall of helmets. And I'm gonna say the big kids get pretty uh, overwhelmed also, and you see people start looking, where's my helmet, what, what helmet's that? Um, so it's really hard to kind of get their attention back and explain what's going on. Um, well, and, and Yoman told us that there's even a little personalized touch when you when you walk in, depending on kind of information that you put in. Absolutely, absolutely. The, actually, the entire building is RFID enabled, um, which is, is very unique for a venue like ours. And so the first thing you do is register an all-access pass that activates that RFID system. And you give us your first name, your last name, your email address, and then you get to choose the school right that you root for that you go to war for every saturday in the fall and it lights that helmet so people are like wow i'm lighting my helmet and then it stays lit throughout the rest of the day as a beacon to other fans that come in so you know a wisconsin fan comes in and like oh my gosh there's already been wisconsin fans here and and that kind of thing and one of the other um, cool things we do is we aggregate that data so we know how many times every single helmet has been lit and you know georgia unfortunately you know by virtue of proximity is number one, but <laughs> the top 10 is, is pretty diverse in terms of, you know, Penn State, Ohio State, Notre Dame, yeah. you know, Florida. That's, that's super cool. Tell me uh, the 30,000 foot view. Uh, you know, we talked about before we kind of went online here that uh, I don't think people quite understand when you just say College Football Hall of Fame, right. 
what this experience overall is like. Give me, right. give me the, the overview of what you guys offer here. Right, well you hit the nail on the head. It's an experience and, and that's really hard to describe with the words Hall of Fame. Um, and we do, listen, we have uh, the Hall of Fame. This, we were built to honor the greatest of the great, but the building also celebrates all that makes college football you know, an experience. So from fight songs, bands, cheerleaders, you know, do the game day desk, painting your face, um, you know, the Goodyear blimp. We have really a celebration of the passion and the traditions and the pageantry of the game as much as the greatest of the great. Talk to me about your uh, sort of hands-on uh, field, the field portion of the Hall of Fame here and, yeah. and what that's all about. Um, so it's, it's our Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl skill zone and you can kick a field goal. It is a regulation goal post and the kick is about what you'd consider a college extra point. And it's really fun to see people try. Um, we have, uh, and we actually had a kid come set the extra point, the number of extra points in one minute Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. Yes, he set it on the field and he broke, um, I think it was the New England kicker at the time, he broke his Guinness record. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. No, tell me about, uh, I know you guys do a ton of events here throughout the year and some pretty high profile stuff that college football fans in general would recognize. Tell me about your event schedule. Absolutely. So we, you know, up until the pandemic hit, we had been hosting the ESPN College Football Awards show. And you know you could see a lot of the the bling of the game you know here on this level, and so we would have the top 30 athletes from across the country. Basically, every award but the Heisman was given out here, um, so that was really an incredible opportunity to have those coaches and players in the building. Uh, we've hosted SEC Media Days, and we are getting ready to host them again in 22. We hosted Peach Bowl Media Days. Um, we had Oklahoma and LSU here um, when it was the semifinal. And we, you know, we'll be doing some huge events during SEC Championship as well. And we had a Big 12 Summit. So we want, we want every, we're everybody's Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Well, and the city of Atlanta has a reputation for being a transient city. And I know pro sports teams talk about well, we've got so many Pittsburgh Steelers fans and we've got so many, you know, like Los Angeles Laker fans, you know, around town. But it seems like it's the perfect home for College Football Hall of Fame because there are so many different groups and fan bases here that, that just care about college football more than anything else. You are absolutely right. We are, you know, the college football melting pot. And, you know, and that's really great. It's one of the reasons why they chose to put the Hall of Fame here when it was relocated in 2014. And, uh, you know, we consider Atlanta the capital of college football with all that we have going on from the Celebration Bowl to kickoff games to the, you know, Peach Bowl is a part of the New Year Six, SEC Championship every year. So um, we, uh, we definitely agree that um, we're the perfect place here in Atlanta. Talk to me about some of the new things that you've got in place here in the museum and, and the interactive things that, that you're offering. Absolutely. You know, we certainly um, weren't idle during the pandemic time, which was great. It gave us an opportunity to make sure we kept the experience really on the cutting edge. Um, we completely uh, refreshed our Coca-Cola exhibit. It is now a tailgate throwdown. Um, I mean, what goes better with tailgate food than Coke, right? And so it's really a fun interactive game all around um, tailgate traditions. Um, we are in the process right now of renovating the game day desk. So game day's set has really evolved and now we've got that brick feel. And so come October, our game day desk is really good. It's gonna look 
almost just like you're on the game day set. So we're really excited about that. Um, we updated our Kia performance challenge. So you can do a, you know, run the 40 or, or do the vertical leap. And we have, you know, the, I mentioned the Goodyear Blimp exhibit that just opened in December of 19, shortly before, you know, we closed our doors for COVID. So much, oh, and I almost forgot the, uh, the our, what we're most proud of is our brand new HBCU exhibit. And so that opened on Juneteenth uh, in, and right before the Black College Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony downstairs. So it was really great to have, you know, Hall of Famers and commissioners and just a, a really distinguished group of folks open the exhibit for us. And it has been extraordinarily well received. So that, that is our crowning achievement of, uh, of this year. Sure. Well, and we talked about um, what a gathering spot this is for college football fans in general. But it, uh, you know, we were talking about a story where it's, it can also be a gathering spot for former, former college football players. Yes. You were telling me about a pretty special experience that just happened here a couple days ago. Absolutely. So um, the University of Georgia is celebrating um, these five gentlemen who were the first five African-American scholarship players at the University of Georgia. So they came 10 years after Georgia was integrated and they had not seen each other in 50 years. All five had not been together, four had, but there was one they hadn't been able to track down. And they finally found him living in Hawaii. He walked in the building saying aloha, it was fantastic. Um, but they were all here yesterday together and got a chance to tour the Hall of Fame and kind of see this you know, homage to college football. Um, and it's a game that they changed and a game that changed them. And that's just really what college football is all about and the best part was their tour guide um, is our very own Terry LeCount he was the second African-American quarterback at the University of Florida so they had to have their tour by a Gator but it was great listen you got to be from the south to know just what a what a, uh, a happenstance that is that yes. a Gator walks around five five Bulldog greats around the college football hall of fame that's right? correct so no that's great stuff um, this, this, the big ugly elephant in the room of the global pandemic that we're dealing with. Yeah. Your, uh, your business is gathering people yeah. and having large groups of people come and celebrate events. Being in your position, as that's unfolding, what's going through your mind and how did, how did you guys as a team sort of navigate your way through 2020 and, and, and it's still what we're dealing with today? Right. Um, you know, great question. And it's certainly, there were some really, really challenging times. You know, we closed our doors um, in March of 20. You know, everybody down here did. And we, you know, slowly began the reopening process in um, July of 20. And, you know, it, it was tough. You know, we, we certainly had to downsize our staff. Um, we tried to come back seven days a week in July in the summer and re quickly realized that, that that wasn't sustainable. And so in August of 20, we went to four days a week and we stayed there until this summer when we went back to six days a week. And we saw a, you know, a really great July and then a really great Labor Day weekend with two kickoff games. So we know that the individual visitor is coming back you know, that's getting close to 2019 levels. It's the groups, right? It's, it's what you mentioned, the larger groups in the events that are gonna be still, you know, a little bit in coming and in, in coming back. Um, we have a few here and there, but certainly not the volume. I and mean, when we were doing 240 events a year, pre-COVID. Wow. So. 
um, we're looking forward to the day we're that busy again. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I can attest being here today, there's plenty of room to walk around, you know, be safe, you know, have an experience with your family and, and not feel like you're on top of one another. So Absolutely. great place to do that. Thank you. We have 95,000 square feet, right? So I say we were built for social distancing. I think I've used that expression a thousand times in the last year. So yes, you can, um, we do still require masks. Um, but when you're actually interacting with the exhibits and with your family, you're able to remove the mask. I mean, we certainly don't want you singing fight song karaoke with your mask on or trying to sit behind the game day desk and pick the winner. So we just ask as you're moving through the public areas that, that you have your mask on, but you're still able to interact with the experiences and, and obviously be with your family and have plenty of space to do so. College football as a whole is a, is a huge operation. There's so many different arms and schools and conferences and conferences and, and bowls but you guys as the hall of fame you're still essentially a small to medium-sized business and you need you know you need the support of the community just like anybody else um, you know that's operating a business in the city of atlanta talk to me about how college football fans, how City of Atlanta residents can really support you guys? Well, I think there's multiple ways. And I think what most people don't realize is that we're a mission-based nonprofit, right? Yes, we represent college football, but we are a nonprofit organization that exists to, you know, use our position as a trusted authority to engage and inspire and educate audiences. And I think, you know, Atlanta can help us by coming out and visiting, you know, buying tickets. That helps, you know, if you're planning an event, if your school's going to have a prom, if you're going to have a fundraiser, have it here. Um, or if you just feel like making a donation, because we do um, a lot of good. We have, you know, we bring Title I students through. Um, we have social justice curriculum we're just about to roll out. We have STEM-based curriculum. So we have a lot of opportunities that I think um, Atlanta could support. What, uh, last thing I want to ask you, Kimberly, is as, you know, I know the pandemic has sort of, uh, you know, gone in waves and we've seen you know, everybody come back out for a weekend and then everybody stay back in. But as things have sort of, you know, maybe not gotten back to normal, but become a new normal, what have you seen from the folks that have walked in the building that's encouraged you that, that the city as a whole is sort of moving forward and we're not, you know, abandoning the things that we loved prior to the pandemic? Right. I mean, we even saw a little bit of that when we reopened in, in, in summer of 20. You know, people even then were itching to get out, just maybe not quite in the numbers that we see now. So to me, what I'm encouraged by are the, are the individual folks coming out as families, coming on a date, you know, coming as a, you know, two, three, four group. And, you know, what we saw for the kickoff weekends, I mean, you know, Mercedes-Benz had 75,000 people for two different games. And to see those fan bases back and really excited about college football, that was a pretty special weekend. Be sure to check out the College Football Hall of Fame in downtown Atlanta. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to cfbhall.com. Atlanta Born and Brand is a production of Connects Media. Make sure and follow the show on social media at ATL Born Brand on Instagram and like our Atlanta Born and Brand Facebook page. This season, we have launched a brand new video series to coincide with our ATL Bounce Back theme. Subscribe to the Atlanta Born and Brand YouTube channel for that content and more. Lastly, if you love the show, please spread the word. Share it with your friends and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. Your support helps make sure that more and more people hear the stories of those folks doing great things all over the city. For Atlanta Born and Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all soon.